tonight. I'm uh, excited about preaching this message. This message was birthed the other night, laid in my heart, and boy, I just I'm just thrilled when the Lord gives me what I what He wants preached, and it just makes it real for me. Uh, and while you're turning there, let me just go ahead and, and, and make again, and let me reinstate something that we have tried to reinstate last year and in this year and during this time that we're facing. Every family needs to make the decisions that are best for their family. I love America. And that's one of the greatest things about being in America we have a right to choose. So during this time, you make the best decisions that you feel you need to make for your family. And this comes from the heart of your pastor. It'll be okay. And so you do that. Um, I, I'm, 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 just a, I'm just a totally believer that every man ought to be the, the king of his own house. Uh, uh, I'm not... I'm not an opponent of us trying to dictate how others or decisions others make, but that's but every family needs to make decisions right now during this during this time for their own families. Okay, and I pray if you'll do that, uh, we'll be okay. Esther chapter four verse thirteen. Zeke, how about leading us to the throne of grace? Esther chapter 4 and verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall thy enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And notice why he said, What a tremendous powerful statement who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this and that's the title of the message for such a time as this the people of God had found themselves in a very very challenging place of course we know that Haman had fixing to put a decree, had put a decree in to kill all the Jews. And man, it's, what, a, what a challenging time it was for God's people at this time. And, uh, and the people find themselves in a place that frankly they'd never been in their life. It all began in Esther chapter 3 
In verse 5, And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. He's not just angry. Don't miss this. He's not just angry. He's full of wrath. And he was wicked. And he thought to scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone. For they had showed him the people of Mordecai, uh, the wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews that were throughout the whole kingdom of Azareth, even the people of Mordecai. In, in, in other words, uh, he, he sought to literally attack. Three things I want to lay a foundation. First of all, this was out of the people of God's control. Um, this is motivated by hate and evil. And may I remind you, may I remind you, uh, we have an ultimate enemy, and his name is Satan and the devil. And boy, this, this, this was out of their control. I think a lot of times when we, we have uh, uh, times such as times as this, uh, boy, the devil's a master said, well, what have I done wrong? Uh, 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 what, what have I done wrong? Well, they had done nothing wrong. This was a spiritual battle, this spiritual warfare. And the truth is, they'd done nothing but worship the one true God. So they hadn't done anything. And they had obeyed Deuteronomy 6, 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. So understand something. It was out of their control. One of the great deceptions of our day for such a time as this is that we think we can control a virus. And the truth of the matter is you can't control something you can't see, hang on to, touch, grab hold of. You're not going to control it. And so a lot of people believe that they can control this. And so there's a whole lot of things that are just simply out of their control. Boy, I don't like that. I, I like to control, amen, I like to be in control of situations. And I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, good, I'm not a good candidate when, when I don't have control of something. But the reality is, well, for such a time as this, church, we're not going to control this. I, I was thinking earlier, we, we, two weeks ago, we uh, live streamed on Sunday. Last Sunday, we pushed outside but it has absolutely helped or changed nothing. It has helped or changed absolutely nothing. And so the reality is, we're not going to control this. But no second, it was catastrophic. Please understand, Haman just don't want to hurt Mordecai. He's not out to hurt him. He's not out to give him a bad day. He wants to destroy him. He's not out just to give, just to make it hard on the people of God. Haman wants to destroy them. And we need to understand something tonight. Satan's not playing footsie with us. He's not out to hurt you, make you have a bad day, make you feel bad. He's out to destroy God's people 
and he's out to destroy God's people because you're saved, born again, washed in the blood. He's out to destroy everything there is about God. He wants to destroy that. He's not playing games. And may I remind you, he'll destroy our lives if we give him an opportunity. He wants to destroy us. He wants to destroy our witness. He wants to destroy uh, uh, who we are, what we are. I said Sunday, we need to be reminded of who we are. We're a child of the king. We're, we're saved, born again, washed in the blood. And so he wants to destroy that. John 10, 10 says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Don't, don't miss that. He don't want just to steal your joy away. He don't want just to steal from you. He wants to kill you and to destroy you. But listen what Jesus said. I am come that you might have life, that you might have it more abundantly. And so the true shepherd came to save the sheep. So number one, it's out of control. Let me make a statement before I get too far in the message. I meant to make it earlier. If you're listening by way of uh, uh, live stream or YouTube, uh, click on amen there if you want to say amen. I want to see your response. Amen. I'm trying to gin me up some volume here, all right? First of all, it's out of the control. Number two, it's catastrophic. Number three, understand something. Haman's committed to this. Listen. Then after Esther, it said, my petition and my request is, if I found favor inside the king, if it pleased the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, that the king and Haman come to a banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. You know, so she's invited king and Haman to supper, and listen what over. And Haman said more, Yea, Esther the queen, did let no man come in with the king into the banquet that she had prepared but myself. And tomorrow I'm also with the king. Well, I'm the only one who got the invitation. Hallelujah. I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm the only one. Listen to verse 13. Yet all of this availeth me nothing. So long as I see Mordecai, the Jew, sitting at the king's gate. He said, I can't enjoy. I'm not going to have no joy because I want Mordecai dead. And listen to what his wife said. It's amazing. It's amazing when we give place to the devil and we allow our wife to get in on it too. It's bad. Then said Zeresh, his wife, and all of his friends, let gallows be made 50 cubits high, and tomorrow speak to the king, won't you just hang, hang Mordecai and gallows. He said, okay, man, that sounds like good. See, he's building gallows. He's gonna, he is committed, he's committed to destroying the people of God. Please look this way just a moment. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure I've ever seen anything, the craziness that's going on in our nation. 
as it's going on right now. I, I've never seen the all-out assault, the Blanton all-out assault on the freedom of the United States of America. And I said earlier, I love this nation. And on the freedom to worship, they don't want, they don't want just to, they don't want you just to be silent. They want you to shut up and never open your mouth again. It, I, I have never, never experienced anything quite like this in my life. And it tells me they're committed to their agenda. And that agenda is evil. Now, I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's evil. It's not bad. It's not just bad. It's evil. And my, what, it, it, what, what such a time as this? So tonight, in such a time as this, where does this leave us? Where does it leave us as a church? I'm your pastor. I love you dearly. And tonight, I, I, I would just pray, God, how can I encourage our church? How can I strengthen Solid Rock Baptist Church? And so tonight, let me give you about four or five things that you and I can do in such a time as this. Number one, you and I can have compassion. What a wonderful, wonderful time for you and I as born again, saved, washed in the blood believers to care about others. What a wonderful time for us to show compassion. I was out a few services and men I hated. I'm just telling you. I, I, I can't handle this thing being a home. I don't know. And uh, uh, I hated it. But you know what I found? Boy, I got calls from people in the church. Pastor, how are you doing? Pastor, are you and Miss Darling doing okay? Can we bring his by supper? I, I, I thought it was amazing. Matthew is, is up Gilgal, but he called me every day. It's amazing. And I love that kid. And uh, well, he ain't a kid. He's, he's a grown man. But anyway, he's my kid. And uh, uh, just, just uh, uh, he's your kid. Well, he's your kid. He's our kid. And uh, 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 I, he called me every day. He called me every day. How you doing, Pastor? Just, and, and you know what? That, you, you never know what that meant to me. We got food at our house. When Miss Heidi brought me by some chicken and dumplings, I like to kill myself. I ate that whole pot. I ate that whole thing. And oh, they're so good. I, it was a time to have compassion. Now you can't have compassion if you're fearful. If you're afraid, you're going to get something. Or if you're afraid, you're going to get sick. Or you're afraid somebody's going to take something. You, you can't be compassionate. What a wonderful time for us to show compassion. And that is the heart of Christianity.
is to be compassionate. And every one of us don't cost nothing. He don't charge, it don't cost you a dime to care. It don't cost you a thing to care about somebody. It, it don't. And if you want to go by and give them something, leave them something on their, on their front porch, you don't have to go in. They won't demand it. But it, it, don't, cost, it, it, it don't cost nothing. So the number one thing, God, let's not lose sight of that. Let's care for one another during this time asking God to help us. And boy, some is... Some have been sick, but they've gotten better. Man, some of them are very sick, but you've gotten better. But boy, what a time for you and I. The Bible says, when Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes. Now listen to what he did. He rent his clothes, put on sackcloth with ashes, and went out in the midst of the city and cried with a loud, bitter cry. He put himself out there and he could have been killed. You weren't allowed to do that. You weren't allowed to do that, sat in the street with, with sackcloth on. But he was so broken and burdened and concerned for those people, he went out and sat in the street. Regardless of what happened to him, he was crying out for those people. Showed compassion. Showed compassion. Someone has said, no one cares what you know till they know that you care. No one cares how much you know till they know that you care. You see, he loved these people and he was broken for them. For such time as this, Boy, I'm telling you, God sees the heart. Boy, God sees the heart. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Please don't understand it. For such a time as this, it doesn't produce anything. This doesn't produce, this time's not producing anything. What this is doing now for such a time as this is putting on display what's in our heart already. What's in your heart's already there. And it displayed it. And he had an opportunity to display compassion. Notice what else he did. Boy, I tell you, may we, may we, during such a time as this, be very compassionate. Number two, he called out to his God. He called out to his God. Then Esther bade him, then return to Mordecai, this answer. Go to gather all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. And I'll send my major fast likewise. In other words, he started calling out to God. I was, I was thinking today. We preachers, and I love preachers, we preachers have said it for years. We just got to believe God. We just got to believe God. I was listening the other Wednesday, and Brother Ronnie, he made that statement. He said, we just got to believe God, people. And I said, amen. But then you know what? Now we're at the time, we just got to believe God. It's 
not what we say. Plenty of time, beginning with preachers, we lived what we believe, what we're preaching. I was thinking the other day, we just got to believe God. Well, I preached it. I have for years. For such a time as this, though, we just got to believe God. And that's more than what we preach. That's what we do. That directs our life. That's how we live our life. And so we just got to believe God. So he called out on the name of the Lord. Uh, and and uh, it's amazing. It's amazing that, that, that you just begin to call out in the name of the Lord. Now let, me, let me tell you why this is so important. I, I'm, I, would, I would guess to not. There's some, I don't think very few, but there's probably some. There's probably some that are so sick they just can't. Have you ever been sick so sick you couldn't pray? You, I mean, you just couldn't pray. You just, you were just so sick you couldn't pray. I got a hunch that some folks are probably sick enough that you're not able to pray. I had a day or two there. I was so sick. I didn't do prayer or nothing. I was just sick. The reality is, but when folks are that place, they need me and you calling out the name of the Lord for them. They, they need me. They need me and you to step up. And take that place for them. They, they need me and you to call out their name and say, Lord, this person is, is sick and, and, and they may not be able to pray today, so let me pray for them. That's part of that compassion of calling out the name of the Lord. And so may, uh, Mordecai did that. Notice number three. Now, listen, don't miss this. We see here their commitment. Now, we looked and seen the enemy's committed. The enemy's committed. But may I remind you that Esther said, gather together all the Jews that are present. Fast and pray. My major do likewise. And so I will go into the king, which is not into the law, and if I perish, I perish. This is a commitment of not just words. This is a commitment that says, I'm going to obey God. If I die, I die. If I don't make it, I'm, I'm not. It, it is a commitment that says, I'm going to believe God no matter what. I perish, I perish. Now don't miss this. The enemy is that committed. The enemy's that committed. And maybe it's time that we as God's people got that kind of Holy Ghost commitment about ourselves in our heart because the enemy is definitely committed. Do you understand what's going on in our nation? They're committed on destroying as much as they possibly can. They are committed to doing that with no reservations. They could care what nothing but no one thinks. And so, may we tonight be kidding. Why? I, I t she said, if I perish, I perish. She had a settled faith. God, I'll do what you say, even if it kills me. My. And from a human point, from a human side of it, 
from a human look, everything was against Esther and its mission. Everything. The law was against her because nobody was allowed to interrupt the king. The government was against her for the decree said that she was to be slain. Her sex was against her because the king's attitude toward women was worse than chauvinistic. It was worse. The officers was against her because they did only those that ingratituated themselves with Haman. And in one sense, even the fast could be against her because they was going three days without food or drink. Romans said in 8.31, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? The answer of faith is nobody. Nobody. So we find, don't miss this, in Esther chapter 5, Haman goes to the meal. I love this. I love this. Talking about commitment. Haman goes to the meal. And when Haman, then when Haman forth that day joyful with glad heart, and when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate. Don't miss that. He's in his place. He's in the place where he was to begin with. He's in his place. He's in the gate. He's in his gate. He's in his place. My, what a commitment. What a faith. What a trust. And so, he's in his place. So number one, may we show compassion such a time as this. May we call out to God such a time as this. May we be committed such a time as this. Can I say this, number four? Boy, this is where real Christian, this is where we really, the rubber gets, meets the road. Somewhere there is a cost. Somewhere you just got to step up and do it. It came to pass on the third day that Esther put on a royal apparel, stood in a court, and went into the king. There comes a day that you just, it just, you just got to step out on faith and believe God. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm just believing God. You just gotta, you just gotta step out, and you just gotta do it. There's no other. There's there's nothing else. There's nothing else to talk about. They have. They. He showed compassion, and they're called out to God. They're committed, and all of that's good. But somewhere, Miss Esther's got to put on her royal apparel and go in and see the king. And that's faith. Somewhere she just had to get up and go. She just had to get up and go. No, no guarantees, no nothing, no ifs, no excuses, no crutches, no, no nothing. She just, we just got to pay the cost because sometimes faith is just doing what we know is right. Chapter 7 and verse 6. So King and Haman came to the banquet of Esther the queen. King said unto Esther on the second day of the banquet of wine, What is thy petition, Queen Esther? And it shall be granted thee. 
What is thy request? It shall be and shall be performed even to the half of the kingdom. And she said, Then Esther the queen answered and said, If I found favor in thy sight, O king, if it please the king, let my life be given at my petition, my people at my request. For we are sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be slain, to perish. But if we be sold for bondmen and bondwomen, I'd help my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. Then the king Azariah said, answered and said unto Esther the queen, Who is he? And where is he that does presume in his heart to do so? And Esther said, The adversary of the enemy is this wicked, notice, wicked Haman. Then Haman was afraid before the king and the queen. Well, there comes times, in such a time as this, we got to confront those things. You just have to confront them. I don't like confrontation. Never have. There's just some time, but you know, greatest, you know what the greatest confrontation there is to, to, to really deal with, church? The greatest confrontation that we have to deal with is what's sometimes in our own hearts. That's hard. It, 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 takes, it takes the Holy Ghost to God to really get us honest with our own heart. To just look in our own heart and say, you know, um, I'm fearful or I'm afraid, I'm scared, or, 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 or I'm angry. There's, there's people got a spirit of anger and, or I'm this or I'm this. It, it takes something to do that. Because our natural process is just to simply make excuses, blame somebody else, my circumstances, my situation. This is the reason why I do what I do. I, I, Mama didn't give me no cod liver oil when I was growing up, and that's the reason I do what I know. But, but confrontation is, 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 is simply saying in our hearts, and boy, what, 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 what God can do for us when we're honest enough with our own hearts to say, God, I'm too scared. Yeah. Earlier this week, I just had an issue and I said, God, I, I, just, had to, I just had to take something that was in my heart and I just had to give it to God. It was, it was just eating on me, you know? And, and boy, that's hard. And, 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 and the reality is, she had this confront or wicked Haman. So in such a time as this, such a time as this, now, such a time as this, I don't suppose there's ever a time I talked to Brother Barry today, and he's a dear friend. I just love this man. And I said, Brother, I don't know that I have all the answers. Don't know if I have any of them, really. And I don't presume to have an answer for everybody's issues or problems. But I said, for me and my family, here's what we're choosing to do. Number one, we're just choosing to get as close to God as we can. I mean, it's just as close to God as I can. Me and Darlene have been married 46 years, and we've had some trials and down through the years, different things. And I noticed something about a trial that happens. It drew us closer. It, it drew us to one another. And it strengthened us. 
It was hard, but it strengthened, it drew us closer, it made us, it made us more unified because we got strength from one another. And so now's the time, it's such a time as this for us to get as close to the Lord as we possibly can. Begin every day just praying and asking Him to strengthen you and help you. Pray for others in our church and just asking God to do that that needs to be done in their lives and just doing all that we can to try to be a blessing and help to them, but just asking God to strengthen them. And so, but we need to draw closer than we, than, than to, to foster that relationship that we, as, as much as we possibly can. Because in doing so, we, we get stronger. And, and I truly believe with every fiber of my being, we're going to be just fine. I think our church, I, I know our church will be fine. And here's the reason why I know it'll be fine. Because it belongs to a thrice holy God. And you're going to be fine if you're saved, born again, washed in the blood. You're, because you're one of His children. There is not anything I would not do to help my children. Nothing. And you know I've got a God in heaven. He was, there's not nothing He wouldn't do to help me because I'm one of His children. And tonight, tonight God will help us. He'll help us through this time. So you keep praying, believing God, and we'll just trust God to do what needs to be done. Let's have it. I never eye closed.